y'all. I am so sorry. I had no idea that I did not post the entire interview with Tansy last week. I want to give a special shout out to Dr. Dolores of the Still Becoming podcast because that's who reached out to me and was like, so I don't know if I had a glitch on my phone when I was listening to your interview, but it stopped at 21 minutes and I had to look and see. And honestly, y'all only gave y'all 21 minutes and I had no idea. And I'm so sorry. The bright side is there's more. And if you've ever thought about podcasting, if I can do it, you can do it. Another lesson is roll with the punches, make it work. But for those of you who follow me and have been following me for a long time, y'all knew that already. So before we jump into this episode um, for like the 15th time, I'm so sorry, but I'm so happy that you're back to catch part two. Make sure you rate this episode. Make sure you subscribe if you're not already subscribed so you can hear when new episodes do drop. In the event there's ever an issue like this again, you can always catch whatever the next episode is if you are subscribed to the Changeover Podcast. Um, and then leaving a review, let me know what you like. Let me know what you want to hear more of. And you know, if a particular episode stands out to you, call it out in your review and maybe somebody else will, you know, jump straight to that as their first experience with the changeover podcast. And it may be exactly what they need. So that is all I'm going to say. I'm not going to give y'all an intro cause I'm sorry. I made y'all wait, <laughs> But I will count it down. So three, two, one. Enjoy, guys. So you mentioned um, getting on on the same page as your husband when it came to that. Was that like was that really difficult for y'all to do, or were y'all able to kind of eventually see the goal together when it comes to how to spend and how to save and budgeting? Like, um, did y'all budget? Or did y'all, like, oh, just always, watch it? We always budget. We, like, that's the number one thing that we do. And people look at the word budget like it's, like, a, you know, like mm-hmm. walking through the fire. Mm-hmm. But really, it's just a plan for your money. It's just a way that you can see where all your money is going. So when you write down what you're spending and you see it, that's basically a budget. And if you find out, oh, hey, I'm spending... $800 a month on eating out. Like, once mm-hmm. upon the time we were, <laughs> you say, hmm, mm-hmm. am I crazy? <laughs> and then so you buying groceries, too. What? <laughs> yes, in addition, in addition to groceries. Yes, in addition. So then you realize to yourself, no, I'm not spending $800 on eating out. Let me let me budget 200 for myself or whatever. But um, we've always done a budget. Um, and as far as us being on the same page this is this is a running joke between my husband and I because like we always have the same end goals we always want you know we've always had that we've always wanted children we've always wanted to have rental properties we've Mm -hmm. always wanted this and that but our road to these end goals are completely different Mm -hmm. so while we want we both wanted that freedom the way I wanted to get there he did not like but at the same time, he is so focused on his job that he can't really, he could, but he just allowed me to use my route instead of his. Doesn't mean he was happy about it, but he went <laughs> along with it because he knew still eventually he would get there. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Mm-hmm. So it's still, and it's still like that to this day. Like, yeah, we're debt free and we have our emergency fund. 
but now we're investing and um, oh that's so exciting yeah we're investing and i want to go five which is um financial independent which is where we save so much of our money that we don't really rely on anyone else you know like the banks or anything mm-hmm. and that takes a lot of sacrifice too and he's like i don't know i think we could go this way and do it this way but you know he's slowly i'm slowly pulling him my way <laughs> so slowly i like so, yeah, that I like that you put it that way um, because there are a number of different ways where you can get to the same end state as far as like financial um, independence. So, for example, one of the things that I just came up with or not came up with, but kind of ran into was during the debt snowball, which Dave Ramsey talks about a lot. Um, I know a lot of other people do. I don't know who like actually coined it, but that's how I found out about it. And I was actually working that. So essentially what that is, is lining up all your debt and paying off like the smallest debt first and just kind of rolling whatever those payments were to the next one. There's lots of details in here that I'm leaving out y'all for the listeners. Um, But essentially I called myself like following that pattern of paying off, you know, one debt and then going to the next highest balance. Um, And what I didn't realize is interest rate plays a very big part in this whole thing. So there was a card that I had that wasn't next in line to get paid off. But from an interest perspective, if I didn't pay it off next, then I would get hit with interest from like the very beginning when I actually got the card a couple years ago, which is going to make the entire balance skyrocket. So I thank God that I was paying attention when I did and I noticed it. But that threw like a humongous wrench in my plans because I was just I wasn't aware that I needed to not use the snowball in that particular or for that account mm-hmm. to avoid getting like hit. Like I can't imagine my life if I didn't catch that when I did. Um, but well, there's know, so many different ways. Is, that method is called the debt avalanche. It's where you line up your um, your debt and you decide which interest is most important for you to tackle first. So mm. that one is called a debt avalanche. I didn't know that. I didn't know it had a name. Yep. <laughs> so there's two. There's the debt snowball and the debt avalanche. Hmm. Did y'all find, like, one more um, more helpful than the other? Or did y'all do a little bit of both in your journey? Well, because, like, I only have the student loans, which I had, uh, I guess it was like three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually with student loans, the APR is pretty much the same. And then um, with the cars, our um, APRs were low. Um, one of the APRs was like 3.4. And then on my, so the car I just paid off, it was like 1.9. I mean, oh. so, um, yeah, so it was, we were like, you know, credit card. I mean, we didn't have credit card debt. So we immediately went to the student loans. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then they were smaller as well. So it just kind of worked out that it was, we did the snowball because it was smaller, but mm-hmm. it ended up that it was the highest interest as well. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah, but I like, I like the quick wins though. I like, I mean, you it's, know, if it's 500, let me get that 500 out the way. I feel like, ooh, yes. Yes. And then like, once you, once you actually get the snowball going, like there's like this, this sense of like, like you said, a quick win that has literally mm. blown my mind. Like I did so well last year. And then at the beginning of this year, I was like, oh, girl, you worked hard. You paid off a lot of stuff. Just kind of chill a little bit. 
And then, like, I kind of had to snap back into it because I'm still not that free yet. Like, wait, what are you doing? Like, don't enjoy too much. Enjoy it all when you're, like, completely free. So that leads me into my last question for you. Mm -hmm. Like, what... I know that you're passionate about, like, finances and stuff like that. Like, what drives you in this area? Um, I don't know. I I did not know this was a passion of mine until I started my debt-free journey. And now, like, it's all I think about. (laughs) Um, I just want to, like, help people see the light a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. I know everybody won't be there. I've... I've been told, honey, you're always going to have debt. You're always Mm going to be in debt to somebody, you know. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to, like, you know, my motivation is not to prove them wrong. I kind of feel sad for that mindset because I want to see people win. Like, you know, I don't want people going to the cash advance or, you Mm -hmm. know, getting in a rut and they can't um, enjoy themselves. I was just talking to my aunt a couple of days ago and she wants to come visit and she was like, well, I'm going to find a flight and I'm going to pull from my 401k. My, mind you, my aunt is like oh 58. I'm like, you're going to retire in like five years. I need you to not pull anything uh-huh. from your 401k. Okay? Uh-huh. Girl, I've, I've heard people say that before and I just be like, no, leave it alone. No. Yes. And she's done it before, and then she mm-hmm. just went through this whole spiel of, I just got to pay it back by this time, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The whole, the whole point is, you know, you want to be able to live comfortably in the end, and not even, like, maybe you want to retire at 50. So, you know, if I could give advice, um, if that's okay, of I, would just, I would just want to tell people, if you're young, first of all, if you're young, Start saving your money now and not in a, an old, you know, Chase Savings account or old Bank of America Savings account. Invest your money. If you have a retirement plan that matches, match that retirement plan. Please do that and di- just let it grow. Don't take it out. I promise you, you won't have to save as much money as us older folk <laughs> whenever it's time to get serious about retirement. I know you're thinking, like, I'm not thinking about retirement. I get it. But you might retire at 40 and 45. And I know yes. a lot of people who've done it. Like, I sat this past weekend with a millionaire, and he's just chilling right now, flipping houses, and he's 36. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, and so I'm like, okay, and get you a mentor, you know, get you somebody, hang around people with, with like minds. Everywhere you go, there's a debt-free community. Mm-hmm. Look it up on Instagram or whatever and join that group and listen to people's stories and be involved. But yeah, I would encourage everyone to just jump in. Just jump in. Two feet. Mm-hmm. First of all, I'm excited. And Tensi, you said young folks. Like, Tensi, I feel like you're still in my age group. You're fine. <laughs> I know you're a little bit older than I am. I mean, like, the folks who, like, just jump out of college. Like, if I could get... Oh, the real young girls, folks. Okay, I got it. Okay. Yeah, okay. if I could get them to put in $200 a month, say $200 a month, at least until they're 35, like, they don't understand how that kind of money can grow. It's, it seems like nothing, but you have to let your money work for you. And a lot of times, like I said, like young folks have this hustle mindset, like hustle, hustle. And that's cool. Like hustle 10 years and then live, though. Like don't hustle till you're 50 because you're mm-hmm. trying to have the latest this and that. Right. So. I rebuke that. Mm-mm. Amen. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh, goodness. 
Well, anyway, right. thank you so much, Tansy, for sharing these nuggets. I'm literally like 100% convinced that we've answered all the questions <laughs> that I've had for you. Um, literally, like, you're amazing. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for giving Aww. hope to the people. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to. And they're just kind of like, oh, like you said, I'm just going to have this debt forever. Ain't no point in paying this off. And at the same time, so for me, one of the things that make me like passionate about, you know, finances and stuff like that as I'm kind of growing in my knowledge in it and trying to be consistent with budgeting and stuff mm-hmm. like that is that like the Bible verses, um, there's like the head and the tail. Wait, I'm the head and not the tail, lender, not a borrower. So that's one that like I knew like since I was mm-hmm. like really young. And then as I got older, the last church I went to, Freedom Church of Jacksonville, shout out to Pastor mm-hmm. Philip Ross. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that he said, one sermon is apparently somewhere in the Bible. I've checked it. I just, I'm saying apparently because I can't get y'all the uh, scripture right now. Y'all can look it up. But it says, oh, no man, or oh, man, nothing but love. And I was like, oh, I feel that. Yeah. Everybody, y'all can cancel these student loans. Like I did pay off my car, so that's yeah. taken care of. But just the fact that like that is what I'm supposed to believe and the life that I'm supposed to live. I'm not supposed to owe nobody nothing but love yeah. and everything else that I give that it's me giving, you know? <clears throat> Excuse me. So Ooh, for me I, go ahead. I have to add one last little piece now yeah. that you said that. I just I just wanna share this little tidbit too. Um the entire time that we were paying off debt, we tied the entire time. And I don't mean no partial ties. We tied the entire time ten percent because we believe if you're in a if you're a believer, um, like we are, we believe that God is faithful and that God is going to provide us with everything. And mm. in addition to that, um, of, when I was in Jacksonville, my pastor at the time has said um, to to me, um, "Why would you believe that God would continue?" to increase in your life if you can't um, manage the money that he's already given you. Mm. So that is a thought for everyone. If you are praying for, you know, more income, for a higher paying job, for money to just swing your way from somebody, somebody to bless you, you have to do right with the money that God has given you. And Mm -hmm. um, God talks about a story about him giving three guys money and what they did with the money and, you know, you have to do what's right with the money before you can be blessed with more. So think about that as well. Girl, I felt like that was a good closing statement. Thank you. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was it. I have nothing more to add. Uh, let the Lord bless you. I'm going to need everybody to raise their hands. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like... Thank you again oh so much. Thank you so much, Tansy. Um, again, for all the listeners, she can be found on Instagram at the little at sign. I felt like it was weird saying at twice. At, at. Yeah. <laughs> at her well-spent life. Make sure you follow Tansy. Connect with her. Um, oh, another announcement. There's also a Instagram page for The Changeover. So make sure y'all follow that one as well. And then just connect with us. Tansy and I both want to hear about your debt-free journey when you start. Whatever your process is, we don't need the specifics of your business. But we definitely want to be here to kind of inspire you, to help you if you have questions um, and whatnot. And again, like if you just need some inspiration. So make sure you 
check both pages out. And until the next time, y'all have a good one. Bye. Even though leaving a good place can be hard to do, it'll always be worth it when true happiness is the goal. Opportunities are everywhere. Are you prepared to take them? Thanks for listening to this episode. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time, keep in mind, this is about your changeover.